Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church. I want to welcome you this morning. Thank God for you taking time to tune in today. We're looking in John chapter number 4. And we're going to be looking at verse number 10 this morning for just a few moments as we're looking at this wonderful, wonderful passage. And I hope and pray that you are a student of the Bible. I hope you love God's Word, and I hope and pray that you study it regularly. Let's look together, and we're going to just go back and just re-familiarize ourselves with what is happening at this moment. We know that the Lord made a decision to leave Judea and to go to Galilee, and He said, I must needs go through Samaria, and He went through Samaria. That was the shortcut. It was the closest distance between Judea and Galilee, and it was through the area called Samaria. We know the history of the Jewish people and how that they were exiled into captivity. We realize that there were remnants of the captivity that was left, and it was the lower caste people or the lower people in society that was left behind, and how that uh, people outside the Jewish race had entered into that uh, area of Samaria and intermarried with those Jews. And uh, the Jewish people considered the Samaritans half-breed at best. And I don't say that word uh, uncarefully. I am cautious when I say that, but that's exactly how they felt about the Samaritans. And then that day, Jesus made his way to the city of Sychar, which is the Old Testament Shechem. And as he made his way there, he went to a place, a parcel of ground that had been given uh, by Jacob to his son Joseph. And actually it was given to Ephraim, Joseph, one of Joseph's two sons. And you can read back in the book of Genesis and find all of that out. But as Jesus was there, he went and he sat upon a well. The well was known as Jacob's well. And I very well believe that it was. I believe that it was at least dug by Jacob's people. If not Jacob himself, then it was dug by his servants. But I'm sure that Jacob is the one that initiated the digging of this well. Water is very essential to life. 
In fact, where there is no water, there is not life. And where there's limited water, there's only limited life. But where there's an abundance of water, there's plenty of life. Amen? And it's always that way. As we look at this this morning, Jesus was seated upon that well. The disciples had went to town to buy provisions. Jesus was famished. He was weakened. He was hungry. He was thirsty. The Bible teaches us that he was weary and he was seated upon that well. That morning, the woman from Samaria, the woman of Samaria rather, she made her way to that well. She carried an empty water pot and day by day she would bring that empty pot and she would go away with a heavier burden than she came with. And we've looked at many different thoughts. And then we see in verse number seven, that Jesus said, give me to drink. And that was mind-boggling to the woman from Samaria or of Samaria. She didn't know how to handle that because she knew that Jews and Samaritans, they, they didn't have much in common. And actually, they had a lot of prejudice toward one another. And she knew that a Jew would not drink after a Samaritan and vice versa. So she couldn't understand how it was that this man asked her to give him a drink. And it's amazing to me how Jesus handles the situation. And she questioned the Lord. She says, how is it thou, being a Jew, asketh me, drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. And then in verse number 10, Jesus answered and said unto her, here it is, if thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Now here it is. This is a wonderful, wonderful passage, and, and we should take right note of it really quick. There's three things I want to just draw your attention to. First of all, Jesus said to her, If thou knewest the gift of God. Now think with me for just a moment. What is the gift of God? Well, it's talking about the favor of God. Now, it could be that Jesus was drawing her attention and asking and to her to think about uh, the, the offer of God's great salvation. But I can't help but believe that what he really meant was that he was there himself, the Messiah, the Savior of the world that was there for her, and that he had come there to meet her. Uh, in a divine appointment. It was the noon hour. It was the sixth hour. And uh, here she was. She was there. The Lord was there. And it was just him and her alone. And Jesus said, If thou knewest the gift of God. I began to think about what Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 15. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. We can't explain the Lord Jesus. But I thank God for John, and I thank God for the gospel, according to John in 3.16, that says these words, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We should rejoice in that. And knowing the gift of God, and what the gift of God is, it is Jesus and his gift of eternal salvation to whosoever will. 
And here it is that Jesus is conversing with her and he's drawing her in and he's bringing her to the full knowledge of her need of a savior. Notice something else that he said in verse 10. And he said, if thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee. So secondly, not only the gift, but who it is that's giving the gift. You see, she didn't recognize. She recognized he was a Jew. She knew he was different, but she did not know he was Messiah. He is the Son of God. He's Emmanuel, God with us. You see, her limit, limitations was many, especially when it comes to the things of God, because the only thing that the Samaritans had was the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. And they kind of twisted it around and, and they were superstitious. They included a lot of different things in their religion. Their religion was not pure by any means. But yet Jesus, the Messiah, the one that God said would come, was there before her and she didn't recognize him. She didn't know it. She didn't know about the favor of God, the gift of God. She didn't know about the one that was seated before her was the son of the living God and the only son and God in the flesh. She didn't know him. And yet here he is before her. Notice one other thing, what he offered her in that verse. It says, if thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, give me to drink. Here it is that thou would have, have asked of him and he would have given thee living water. Now that is an interesting phrase. And it is. What does it mean by living water? Well, the Jews used the expression living water to actually to, uh, to, to clarify uh, a difference between that which is not moving water. Living water is always springs and fountains and running streams. It is never stagnant. It cannot be stagnant because it is alive. It's moving. Amen. And Jesus is talking about giving her living water. She didn't understand that. But yet there are many things that we don't understand as well about salvation, about God, about eternity. There's many things. But I want to say this. When Jesus says it, you can believe it. And you see, he asked her to give him water. But in turn, he said, if you only knew the favor of God that was upon you, if you only knew about the gift of God that is here for you, if you only knew who it is, if you only knew who I am, if you only would accept it, you would take this living water, it'd change your life. And he's bringing her into the knowledge of who he is. And I'm thankful for that. What a conversationalist is our Lord. Well, the Bible says in Psalms 118, verse 24, this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Can I tell you to rejoice is a choice? I'm glad that I know Jesus. And best of all, he knows me. I'm glad he came where I was. He was there before I got there. And he came to me and he offered me living water. I'm glad for that today. Thank him for salvation. We should praise his holy name. We should rejoice in this day, our salvation. Amen. Well, Lord willing, we'll be back in the morning again at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. And we're looking forward to seeing you then. And until then, it's Pastor Donnie bidding you a wonderful day. God bless you as our prayer.
Jesus came to me on that faithful day. He said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. 